0: I am, I, I, I'm not saying that I prayed your pastor to sickness, okay, but I've always wanted to come here and breathe, be here today, so um, just one thing led to another, and, in you know, Alex, I don't know if his favorite football team lost yesterday, and he's been in mourning or something and couldn't come, but whatever it is, I'm so thankful that I got a chance to come and hang out with you guys today. Um, I am very thankful for Pastor Alex. He is a great friend, and Pastor Jacob. They've been um, excellent partners in the gospel. I am the associate director for Arizona Mission Network, and you guys are part of that mission network. Mission Network, our, our desire really is to make disciples in, um, of all peoples in Arizona and around the world, and we do that by planting churches and um, because, as you well know, that's a big need here. And so uh, we're very thankful to get a chance to be partner with that with you. Um, I want to just kind of start off this thing by just saying these words, that you and I are created to live our life on mission for the glory of God. That's why you are here, is to live your life on mission for the glory of God. I think all of you would agree that time goes by extremely fast right? I mean, it just seems like that. We wake up, we get the kids out the door, we go to work, we come home. If your kids are involved in some kind of activity, trying to get them to that activity, get them home in order to do their homework, and get them bathed and get ready for the next day. Of course, sometime in that, you got to feed them. And then, and then you go to, you go to sleep and, and then you wake up and you do it all over again. And, and I don't know about you guys, but Monday seems to come. Um, like, Monday through Friday seems to go extremely fast. I mean, it just seems like, wow, what happened to the weekend, right? Some of you are probably wondering that. And then you wake up the following Monday, and you're just starting all over again. And one week turns into a month. A month turns into six months. 2023 is about over, right? I mean, we're getting closer to to um, the end of the year, and it just seems like, wow, what happened? And, and before long, a whole decade has gone. And, and those of you that are young and going, oh, no, we got, time just sends steel It doesn't, I'm telling you. as I'm 58 or 50, see, 59 years old. See, that's how time went so fast, right? I mean, I don't even know how old I am. I mean, things just, just, I mean, goes by so quick. And, and um, I, I really do believe that there's a correlation between age and the speed of time. Okay, now we're in a school, so I think you'll probably um, resonate with this. Remember when you were in school? Now, I grew up in southern Oklahoma, and uh, the uh, school got out at 3 o'clock, and I could swear that time stood still at 2.55. We had a big white clock in the back of our little elementary school room, and you could go, you'd go, click. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about, don't you? You know, click. but now time seems to go so fast so the question is how am I using the time that I have really for the glory of God how am I using it to make the most out of have a, a lasting impact with my life I really believe that God is calling you and me to leverage our lives to leverage our influence and to be on mission with God for his glory if you have a Bible, I ask you please turn to Isaiah chapter 6. And your Bible could be paper, it could be electronic, it could be watching it on the screen behind me. Uh, whichever the case may be for you. But um, I strongly encourage you to go to what is my, one of my favorite uh, passages of scripture throughout all the Bible. It's the account where Isaiah literally meets God. And it changes his life. In Isaiah chapter 6, it gives us a glimpse of why and how we are to live our life on mission. It says this In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord, high and exalted, seated on a throne. And the train of his robes filled the temple. Above him were seraphim, each having six wings. With two wings they covered their face, with two they covered their feet, and with two they were flying. And they're calling to one another, holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. And the whole earth is full of His glory. The prophet Isaiah was given a vision of what each of us who have bowed in need of Jesus, ask Him to forgive us of our sins and become master of our lives, will one day see. It was a beautiful and frightening scene. He saw the majestic Lord sitting on His throne as King of kings and Lord of lords. And the Bible tells us that one day all of us will just see that. We're found in the last book of the Bible, in Revelation chapter 7, verses 9 through 10, John the Revelator writes this. He says, After this I looked, and there before me was a great multitude that no one could count, from every nation, every tribe, every people, In every language, standing before the throne and before the Lamb. And they were wearing white robes and were holding palm branches in their hands. And they cried out with a loud voice Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. It's gonna be fun to stand before God hearing all of those languages at one time celebrating Jesus. It's gonna be a beautiful scene. The scene Isaiah saw was that of majestic worship, holiness. And glory. Do you know why you were created? You were created to be a reflection of the glory of God. That's why you were created. To be a reflection of the glory of God. Even in Genesis chapter 1, verses 27 through 28. We are told from the very beginning of our Bible. So God created man in his own image, in the image of God. He created them, male and female. And he created them and he blessed them and said, Be fruitful and increase in number. So Adam and Eve were told to be fruitful and to multiply, filling the world with image-bearing worshipers. Now, as an image-bearer, we have a mission and a capacity to demonstrate the glory of God like nothing that God has created. We look all around us and we see the glory of God. About five, six weeks ago, a friend of mine from Utah and I hiked 100 miles of the Appalachian Trail. We finished our part in Georgia and into North Carolina. And um, I, I, I thought the Appalachian Trail would be the mountains around, around, uh, around here. <laughs> they're tall, <laughs> okay? I mean, they're really tall. Um, that 100 miles, we did 25,000 feet of elevation gain and descent in uh, about eight days. It was horrible. And, uh, <laughs> um, but there in the Appalachian Trail, I got to see the glory of God. Like, I rarely get the chance to see the creation and the beauty. When we'd finally, after losing a lung, get on top of a mountain and look over and just see the beauty of God's creation, you could not help but worship. It was glorious. You know what I'm talking about. Maybe some of you have gone to our big ditch called the Grand Canyon, right? Maybe, hopefully, you've gone to see it. It's amazing how many people I talk to that live here, they go, I've never been to the Grand Canyon, I encourage you to go. It's pretty grand. (gasps) All right? (laughs) It's gorgeous. But there you get to see the glory of God. About a week ago, three friends, four friends of mine and I went and did some camping down at the Grand Canyon. And as the sun went down and the stars came out, we were just just literally just sitting on rocks because there's no light and just saw the beauty of Just God's creation by seeing all the stars and the glory of God. And you could not help but praise and to sing and to celebrate who God is. But amongst all of that, all of God's beauty that we get to see, guess what? You are the pride of God's creation. You reflect God's glory more than anything else that God has created. You are magnificently made and you are a reflection of who God is. I love what he goes on to say in verse 4. He says, At the sound of their voices, the doorposts and the threshold shook, and the temple was filled with smoke. Woe to me, I cried, I am ruined, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I live amongst a people of unclean lips, for my eyes have seen the King, the Lord Almighty. When we experience the glory of God, It cannot help but change our lives. It can't help it. That's what happened to him. This is a prophet here, okay? I mean, in the pecking order of of God following people, he's like pretty up there. And he's now standing before God and seeing his glory, and it literally changes his life. And whenever we see the glory of God, Whenever we experience the glory of God, my friends, it cannot help but change your and my life. And we stop comparing ourselves to anybody else. And we start comparing ourselves to Him and Him alone. Let me give you an example. Okay. I've got five grandchildren. um, Two more that are coming in March. Both my daughters decide to have grandbabies in the same month. Okay. They're about a week apart. This is going to be a horrible month next month, March, okay? It's going to be crazy. So I'm going to have seven grandkids. But my oldest grandson is playing t-ball. Now I'll be honest with you because I only had two girls and we we're not, we we're not, we're not as athletic as you look at me and go, I'm sure he's a great athlete. No, no, okay? Um, we're, we're not that, that athletic of people. And so I didn't put my kid in t-ball. But my grandson's in t-ball. I've never been to a t-ball game. And so I was kind of looking forward to it. Um, he, he's, he's the number nine hitter, so that should tell you something about him. And uh, uh, he gets up there; they got a on—you got a ball on the tee, right? And, and uh, there's a kid on third base, there's a kid on second base, there's a kid on first base. He's got to ready to swing. I'm going, all right. This is gonna—this well, this is gonna be good. He swings as hard as he can, and he misses it. And I'm going, come on, man! It's on a tee. Come on! How could you miss it? It's right there. It's on a tee, right? That's what I'm thinking of my—I didn't say that out loud. Because that would have crushed his little spirit. So I didn't say that, right? But I'm going, come on, man. He's he must be taking after his father's side of the family. Not this side. <laughs> like that. But then the second swing. The second swing he swing as hard as he can. He connected with that thing and it got almost to the pitcher. And uh, he's 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 running as fast as he can to first base. The kid that was on first base goes to second base. Kid on second base goes to third base. The kid on third base comes home to home. And then he he my 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 archie goes to second base. The kid on second base goes to third base. Kid on third base goes home. My, 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 my grandson then turns the corner at second base. He goes to third base. The kid on third base comes home. He goes to third base and then he begins to come home. And I'm thinking to myself, look at this, man. I'm raising an All-American, <laughs> right? The first time I see him bat, he clears the bases. This kid is amazing. And then I find out in t-ball, the last hitter, when the last hitter hits, All the kids just run the bases. (laughs) I didn't know that. I mean I'm screaming and hollering. My wife's going, what are you doing? (gasps) Right? So I've sat through a whole season of t-ball and I'll be honest I got a little bit of ADD in me. I can't pay attention that long and I keep thinking as I'm watching this t-ball game that if I was playing ball with these kids I could school these kids. I could hit that ball so far that those little legs could just run and run and run. And they'd be, I, I, all day, I could score on these kids all day long, all day long. But here's the reality. If I played baseball against any junior high in this area, I would get schooled like I would those preschoolers, Right? Here's our deal, okay? When when um, we 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 kind of we become Jesus followers, and we start getting into being Jesus followers, and then we sometimes think, you know what? I'm not I'm not I, I'm I'm a pretty cool dude. I got things together. I'm not as bad as they are. Those people those people are messed up. That's what we do. And we begin to compare ourselves with others. Compared to them, I've got it all together. But in reality, we're comparing ourselves to the wrong person. When we compare ourselves to Jesus, the one that's actually sitting on the throne, when we experience the glory of God, we can't help but come back to reality. That you know what, all of us here are sinners needing grace. Now maybe you're brand new to church and you don't even know what that means. The word sin means to miss the mark. It's an archery term actually. It means to miss the bullseye. And all of us here at one time in our life have missed the bullseye. There's a really good chance sometime this week you've made a mistake. Let's just take a little poll. How many of y'all made a mistake, you sinned, Um, uh, sometime since Friday okay the rest of you are liars and the truth isn't in you okay I mean I just hate to tell you this okay you're we can help you understand that a little bit later right all of us are that way and that's what happened to Isaiah Isaiah after experienced the glory of God realized who he was and when he found himself against the holiness of God and all of his glory, he immediately confesses his unholiness. The lips express what is in the heart and the mind, and he begins to confess his sin. And I love this next part. It says, Then one of the seraphim flew to me with a live coal in his hands. he had taken from thongs from the altar. And with it he touched my mouth and said, See that this has touched your lips. This is my favorite part in all of this. Your guilt is taken away and your sin atoned for. Your guilt is taken away and your sin atoned for. Reality is the older you get, the more you go, man, I shouldn't have done that in the past. And oftentimes we hold on to the things we've done in the past, the mistakes, our failures. We do. We hold on to them. And they become a weight that is upon our shoulders that we have to carry. Our mistakes, our past. But when we really give our lives to Jesus and experience His glory and His grace, the Bible tells us He's going to forgive us of our sins. He's going to cleanse us from our sins. He's going to make us right before God, despite of our sins. And in this passage, we see that the guilt was taken away. I don't like living with guilt. I refuse to live with guilt. I really do. Because guilt is too heavy. And Jesus said, I'm here to take your guilt and your sin atone for When we see Jesus, yes, we begin to see our sin and our sorrow. But we also get to experience the heart and the glory of God in a very brand new way. Experiencing His deep desire to bestow mercy on all of us. And catch this, Jesus lives for this. Jesus lives to remove your guilt and take away your sin. He lives for this. Some people have this idea. That Jesus isn't up in heaven with a big stick like whack-a-mole. Okay? They go whack, 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 whack. You put your head up, whack, whack, whack. No, No, it's nothing like that. The whole desire of Jesus to forgive you of your sin, restore you into relationship with a holy and righteous God so that you can live free and with joy and happiness and right relationship with not only Him but with others. That's His desire for you. So after experiencing God... Look what happens. Verse 8, Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? Who will go for us? And I said, Here am I. Send me. Well, after experiencing the glory of God and after experiencing the forgiveness of God, he went back to why he was created as an image bearer, which is to bring glory to God and bring people back to God to live on mission with God. And God is calling you and me to live our life on mission. God is calling you and me to live our day, our our lives as everyday missionaries. Years, Years ago, there was a book called Life on Mission, and the author said, we cannot look at living my life on mission as something to add to our already busy lives, but something to intersect our daily rhythms. Life on mission is not about intersect, or excuse me, is all about intersecting gospel intentionality into our everyday routines. It's not something that we segment. Living our life on mission is something that we do all the time, everywhere we're at. You and I are called to be everyday missionaries. We're called to use our businesses to help bring people back to God. We're here to use our love for sports and maybe helping a coach a team to be to fulfill like the glory of God. If you're in college or in school, school, to use your learning environments to reflect the glory of God and be on mission. You see, it's not just enough that we try to fit in. You and I are saved to live out a Christ-transformed life in the midst of our daily rhythms, during our social circles, whatever that is. That's why God created you, to live your life on purpose for the glory of God. When you're playing pickleball, do it in the name of Jesus, okay? Man, that seems to be a popular sport around here, you know? Everybody wants to play pickleball. One of these days, I'm going to learn how to do that. Everybody here, my friends, is a missionary. Now, listen. I believe... That everyone here should have a passport. So that if the Lord calls you, you can go somewhere around the world to tell people about Jesus. As a network of churches, we are going to be partnering with Sub-Saharan Africa in, uh, in, in, in 2024 and beyond. Because we really believe that we can make an impact in sub-Saharan Africa. And some of you from this wonderful church will be asked to go and to serve in sub-Saharan Africa for a short-term uh, uh, trip to, to uh, encourage and, and uplift and train people to share the gospel. But while we are told that we are to go to the uttermost parts of the world, we are also told to be missionaries in our neighborhood. As you all well know, our state is growing. It is. Arizona is growing by 120,000 people a year. We average 333 people a day, and all of them are coming to my Costco. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about, don't you? Oh, Lord, please, not another sample day, please, not, not, right? Okay? The world is coming to Arizona and nine out of ten of those people do not have a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. They have never experienced the glory of God. So you and I the, are to live our life on mission. And the mission of God requires that every one of us who are about in need of Jesus leverage our lives for His glory. You see, our purpose for our job isn't just to make money, but it's to give God glory. The purpose of our parenting isn't just to raise kids that are not brats, but to give God glory. The purpose of our play isn't just for exercise, but to give God glory. The purpose of our sacrificial giving is to give God glory. The purpose of our life mission is to glorify God. And when asked, who shall we send, who will go for us? After he experienced the glory of God, after experiencing the forgiveness of God, he could not help but raise his hand and say, yes, I'm willing to be living my life on mission for the glory of God. So he says, here am I, send me. He raised his hands. He says, I'm the guy. And we are to do the same. To live our life on mission today, this week, this year, to go through the daily rhythms of our life for the glory of God. Why? Because time goes by so quick, quickly. And we have a mission from God. We can define time by pre-COVID and post-COVID. Right? That's how everybody's determining time now. Pre-COVID, post-COVID. Pre-COVID, we got a chance to go back to Oklahoma to see my family. I got to take my new son-in-law, which praise God, he's six foot three. And He's, uh, I've got hope for my grandchildren to be tall, okay? I'm very excited about this. So we took him to, we took him to Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. Paul, if you're not familiar with Pauls Valley, Oklahoma, it's the cultural center of the universe, okay? It's where they have the international noodling competition every year. Now some of y'all are city folk and don't know what noodling is. You do, brother. You're from Texas, right? They do this kind of stuff in Texas. They're a little weird in Texas, okay? So, noodling competition. Now, noodling is, is when you go to these little creeks and rivers, and you, you, you get on your belly, and, and you put your hand underneath a rock, and, and hopefully there's a catfish under there, not some snapping turtle or snake. And, uh, and, and you put your hand inside the mouth of a catfish. You ball up your fist like this. A catfish will clamp down on it because it's just part of their nature. And you pull out a catfish, by hand. Those are my people. <laughs> All right? Those are my people. Most of them have most of their teeth. <laughs> okay? i got pictures. I wish I would have I, I I brought some for you. I really do. You'd have been going, ha, 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 ha. These people are funny. Yes, they, and they are. Those are my people. So I go take my son-in-law to Paul's Valley, Oklahoma, see my mom and my dad. And my, we get to my mom and dad's, mom said, hey, let's go out to eat. And so, and of course, if you're in Oklahoma, you got to go eat barbecue. So that's where we're going to go. We're going go to go downtown to eat barbecue. And she goes, hey, before we get there, let's go see the rest of our people. And he turns right into the cemetery to see the rest of our people. And we've got a whole section of my people. Um, matter of fact, we have some empty plots, if you're interested. Um, <laughs> My grandmother, before Costco knew that you could buy things in bulk, bought things, bought a whole section in bulk one day. And matter of fact, one of the last things my grandmother said to me is, I hope someone gets to use these one day, okay? Um, I'm hoping not anytime soon, but I hope to, you know, I go, Grandma, come on, man. Mm-hmm. And so we're we're down we're, we're we're now in our, our little section of the Paul's Valley Cemetery, and, and we're kind of going telling stories about family members that have gone on before us. And, and, and to my tall, now tall son-in-law and explaining it and then we come to my mom and dad's and at the time my dad was still living um, that happened post-COVID where he, he uh, went on to be with the Lord but um, my mom and dad because they love us had already had already got their tombstone set they're ready to go right Ann Patton June 10th 1943 Dash. Bruce Patton December, 1944. Yes, my dad married an older woman. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and then Dash. Now, since that time, the rest of us has been filled in. We're there looking, and you can't help, and you know the stories. You've been told about the Dash, but you can't help but wonder all the great things that happen in a person's life in that Dash, but it goes so quick. Just like that. My friends, you and I are only given a certain amount of time. None of us knows exactly how long that is, but it goes so quick. So how are you leveraging your life for the glory of God? In your daily rhythms of your life, for the glory of God. When we wake up every morning, our first action should be to get on our knees before the Father and say, Father, How can I give you glory today in my work, in my play, with my children, with my grandchildren? How can I give you glory, Father, today and be a reflection of your glory? Help me, Father, to do that. Now, there may be some of you here that do not know yet Jesus. You've never experienced Jesus. You're carrying around your own mess and your own junk. Jesus wants to forgive you today. Jesus wants to give you purpose today. Jesus wants to give you a future today. And that can happen if you ask Jesus Christ to become master, Lord of your life. To forgive you of your sins, which we took a little poll, and most of us who aren't liars said yes, (laughs) right? That we're that way, that we've made mistakes. Jesus wants to forgive you of those mistakes and put you in right relationship with him and give you a purpose and a meaning and a life. Will you pray with me, please?